0: Welcome to the La Doja Vita show, a woman's guide to living a fearless and fabulous life. My name is Heather Pickin and I am here to give you that winning formula so that you can get clear on your vision, stay true to your values and break through those mental walls. Check out my free resources at heatherpickin.com. This podcast is brought to you by Fierce Femme Wine, a woman's wine that inspires dialogue for change. Visit fiercefem.com. So let's get ready as we uncover the formula to your success in business, career, and fabulous life. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to the La Doce Vida show, where I break down the formula on how to be a fearless leader or fearless visionary in the world today. So if you want a better career or you want your business to grow, it starts from knowing who you are, because I always say knowing who you are is like having a superpower, and being Fearless. And I bring on women that have gone through you know, some of the trials and tribulations of what it takes to put themselves out there in a bigger way. So I want to welcome one of my fearless guests today. Her name is Michelle Joy Abrams, and she is a passionate entrepreneur. She's dedicated her herself to her mission of uniting the female artists and athletes across Colorado, which I thought was really unique. You know, when she reached out to me and I have a lot of people, I was telling her before we started uh, recording, I have so many people wanting to be on the show and I'm really selective. Like I really want women that are doing extraordinary things that, that really have something unique to offer. So I thought, you know, she had something really cool to talk about and her company is called Women of Colorado, and I just think it's so fabulous. We're going to be diving in a little bit more about um, what she does and her work, Uh, but the biggest message that we're going to be talking about today, and I absolutely love this topic, is listening to your intuition, sticking to your guns even when others don't like it, like really staying focused on your success. And despite all the negativity that is going around you, you got to listen to yourself, being authentic, staying on purpose. Uh, So we're going to break down this formula and I want to welcome Michelle to the show. Michelle, thank you so much for being here.
1: Absolutely, Heather. It's my pleasure. I'm, I'm glad to be here.
0: So I always like to start with a story. Like, how did you come up with this idea? Oh, gosh.
1: You know, I feel like every, every good story to a brand is a long one. Um, but to make a long story short, uh, I grew up just in an environment with interests that really brought me around males a lot. Um, I lost my mother at a young age. My mother passed away at age nine. And so I grew up just kind of on my own, hanging out with guys, never had great relationships with other women around me. Um, And so after moving to many different states, I had come to Colorado, and I just found a totally different culture surrounding women getting in the outdoors, women being inspired creatives which was women supporting women. Um, And just through being around this community, I thought this is just so monumental for me because I've come from a place where I felt like I had no relationships with women to now pursuing having a company, which has events for women all over the state. Um, And so I just decided to change my fate and what my you know negative story was telling me about what I was able to do or not to do and now I have tons of women friends and I hang out with women all the time Um, and we just have a really supportive awesome community um, that I can't thank enough for for being there to believe in my vision.
0: I absolutely love that it's such a great story because I think when you reached out to me what was really impressive is that you have the number, like your company is the number one for women's retreats or events. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. So we are just the number one recognized company uh, due to the scale of, the audience and and just different communities that we meet reach across the state. Um, You know, we're also sponsored by a lot of big companies that are based here in Colorado. Um, So we have a lot of recognition in our community as being a leader in all sorts of events from simple networking to hanging out for a whole weekend or going and doing something extremely adventurous like overnight rafting. Um, So we just have a whole span of different kinds of events audiences all over the state. And there's just no question that we're, we're the leader in, in the state of Colorado. I,
0: I love that. And I have to be honest, you're not going to catch me rafting anytime soon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the invitation's always there if you'd like to join. <laughs> I, I'm kind of a glamping and, girl. You know, and, and we we specialize in events for all different kinds of interests because Looking at the market in general for you know women's events, women's retreats, like you know I'm not the first person to do this. this. This the idea is that Women of Colorado is able to provide events for all different kinds of interests. So it it doesn't matter if you want to climb to the top of the mountain and take the coolest Instagram picture ever, or if you just want to come and learn about how to brew beer or how to Paint a painting. Um, so I really focus on creating a community that is all inclusive. Um, and now I'm looking into even more measures of how to educate our group more about diversity, how to create more inclusion in our events. Because I don't want to create a culture that is, you know, uh, we're better than you, where you know, that's not a community attitude. Um, and so yeah, you know, hopefully maybe you could settle down with a glass of wine and come paint with us or something instead. Yes, I, I would love to come up there
0: and bring some of my fierce fam wine.
1: I, you know, We are always happy to have a little bit of extra wine. It it does
0: does make things fun,
1: for certain, for certain. We'll 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 talk. We'll talk after the ride.
0: We'll we'll make that happen. (laughs) That's awesome. You know, and it's funny because this show I have interviewed women all around the world, and it really is about the power of connections and bringing the feminine divine divine to balance out the masculine energy. Like I really feel like we're we're living. In, in such an extraordinary time, where we recognize that it's so important to have the support of other women,
1: right, right, I absolutely agree with that, and I, you know, I have a huge ambassador team. Um, They help me do everything. They host events all across the state. I can't be everywhere at once. Um, So just seeing that the power of having a team behind you that supports you unconditionally is definitely something that that I can't do without and that I can't be pursuing my dreams without um, and then just all of the numerous people that are able to come out and enjoy these events that are supporting our ambassadors goals that are you know we have teams that are running races together so we've done training where we've created training sessions and now we have teams running half marathons and completing their goals together so In having these ambassadors around, they help me, and then I also help foster their goals um, by sponsoring them to run these races, by getting them a team to to go with them. Um, And so there's a huge power in having supportive women around you to motivate you and to keep you focused on on what it is you're trying to achieve. You know, whether you just want to make some friends or you
0: want to, um, you know, head to the top of a mountain. Mm, I, I love that. I love that. You know, let, let's kind of dial it back here because you know now you've got the end result of your your business. You're excited about it. You've created uh, some recognition for yourself. But I want to talk about that journey of really breaking through your fear, like really using or listening to your intuition, because I find. As we grow our businesses, or it could be any area of our lives, a lot of times women, they second-guess themselves. They don't trust themselves. So as you were venturing out and just kind of figuring this formula, your unique and authentic formula, what was one of the biggest fears that you had to overcome, and how did you allow your intuition to guide you?
1: I would say one of my, my biggest fears was just not being able to set myself as- aside, to set aside my ideas from others, um, and to really create a unique space and community to interact with. Um, and how I, how I got over that was again, just believing in myself, um, going back to the idea that I knew there are issues with these other big companies providing, you know, similar-ish type things, Um, but they're impersonable. They're they're not creating really a a relationship of integrity with their community. They're not as concerned about their customer service um, as a local business like mine, and so i just said you know my vision is unique i want all people to be united not just people that want to hike or people that want it because a lot of people compare us to you know outdoor brands um, like women who explore or um, mountain chicks or things like that Um, but following that vision being able to stick with my guns and say you know, my vision is unique and I am not these other companies and I don't want to be these other companies. I want to be what I stand for and I want everyone that feels that same way to to see that's how we're different. And so I, I just relentlessly, fearlessly followed my own vision with no no remorse, no regret for, for doing that.
0: I, I love that. Now, oftentimes as we go after our vision – There'll be other people that will say things like, oh, who are you to do that? Or that's wrong. Did you encounter that along the way? And if so, uh, what were those voices and how did you really navigate around that to realize, no, this, this is my truth?
1: I would say anyone who does anything, right, is going to be subject to someone's opinion, someone's negativity. Um, There's always gonna be people that are trying to take your ideas or to use them for their own gain, Um, which in in a lot of cases I don't mind because I'm collaborating with people and it's a conscientious effort between the two of us, but I've had all sorts of issues, people trying to copy, people trying to um, slander me because they felt like um, I my my brand wasn't good enough, for uh, the community and how I faced that was I had an honest conversation with them about you know what they didn't like and I just said hey but look we are doing these things we are providing more options for for different people more types of activities different levels of opportunity Um, and I just stuck with my truth of of the fact that um, I feel strongly about reaching out to my community and getting feedback from them on everything that we're doing um, whether it's positive or negative negative. Um, and the negative feedback just allows me to become a better person and say you know what okay maybe someone didn't like this about an event or maybe um, somebody doesn't like what i'm doing because they feel like oh my gosh i'm marketing my events well we got to get people there. And and this is a part of, of what I'm doing is getting people together. And how I do that is I share my events on social media. And so I think a lot of people want to bring you down for things that are necessary to create what you're doing. And you just have to be ready to say, Hey, look, this is my vision. This is how I see it. And I have to stick with what I'm doing, whether you approve of it or not. Um, but that being said, we, you know, we do go above and beyond, like always to take feedback, you know, to an extent personally when required and to improve upon things we do. Like I said, like diversity, inclusion, these are all things that I want to make sure we are improving upon so that our community does feel the sentiment that we are an all-inclusive community.
0: Absolutely that is actually making a lot of sense. And as women are listening to this, I really want them to get this, that you will always meet resistance when you are a visionary. And I always say a visionary is one who predicts her own future. She sees it in her mind and then she starts taking action. And so what you're saying is that you had the vision, people challenged you, you also were receptive to the feedback and you made those uh, course corrections, which I think is, is definitely important. But the bottom line is because you knew, uh, you, you know, you really knew where you were going, you were standing firm in, in, in doing so. So I, I absolutely appreciate that. Right. Now, Michelle, let, let's talk about failure because, you know, what the interesting thing is that all too often women will look at a successful business, a successful female leader or visionary, and they don't see really like the million bazillion steps that happens on the other side. Like they they don't really look behind the curtain or, you know, it's kind of like you look at an Instagram photo that's been Photoshopped. You don't see what that person looked, you know, before the makeup, before the filters. And so how important is you know, failure as part of the formula to get you where you are today, like, what were some of the challenges that, you know, you had to, like, kind of break through in the form of, I always say failure is just kind of like a learning lesson or a result, but you just kind of find and pivot in another direction.
1: Yeah, I, and, you know, I think, I think, fortunately, and I've been really, really just blessed at, to um, really have a lot of, order and time to execute my vision. Um, But, you know, failures are are always going to be there, Um, whether they're few and far between, whether they're happening a lot. um, A lot of things that I've learned about is just to be, not just to follow your gut when it comes to your vision, but also when it comes to who you're interacting with and how you're interacting with those individuals um, or or companies or or whoever it might be Um, because there are a lot of people that are amazing. I mean, I've connected with so many incredible brands, so many incredible women doing amazing things. I I can't gush about it enough. Um, But there's always a few people that are going to um, use your time and your energy without caring if you get anything out of it. Um, and, and they're there to just kind of suck you dry from what you're doing or, to, you know, it's, and it's just this energy and this time suck. Um, and what I found is that that's really where I consider my biggest failures is times that I've tried to make things work and they haven't um, times. I've tried to make business re- relationships with people work and, you know, they didn't pan out um, and a lot of it just comes back to the fact that I wasn't just going with my gut and saying, okay, you know what, I don't need this. This is, this is time sucking. This is energy draining. Got to move on. And I just kind of tried to keep making people happy instead of listening to my inner self, which knew, hey, like this may not work out, but there's always another door that's going to open or something to that effect. Um, You know, that is, those have been my biggest failures. is really those times I'm not listening to, to that intuition, to that gut feeling when I'm trying to please other people, doesn't matter who it is. And I'm not going, what do I need? What do I need? Because this is my company. This is my time. This is, these are my ambassadors. These are my people. Like I have to look out for me and my people first before anything. and whether, again, whether other people like it or not, whether it's always come out to a, a good a good or a fruitful end, maybe it hasn't. But then there's all these other amazing opportunities we've gotten
0: um, that I look
1: back and I go, eh, that was nothing. You know, that was nothing compared to now that I am very mindful of who I'm spending my energy and my time on.
0: Mm, yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense, I think, what you were saying all too often women will put themselves last they think they have to be liked by everyone else bend over and try to please everyone except for themselves so we kind of have to learn those lessons so i love what you're saying is that you have to keep listening to your intuition and what I do, I don't know about you, but if I'm not 100% certain on a decision, and I don't know, like sometimes I'm not always 100%, but if I'm leaning more to, towards yes, instead of oscillating between, eh, I don't know, I will like take time and I'll meditate if that is the right next step. And I'll, I'll like look for some kind of sign, whether I feel it in my body or see it somewhere. So do you have a process? Like when you're connecting to your intuition, do you do it more like a a feeling? Like what is showing up for you as far as, you know, saying yes or saying no?
1: You know, I am a total like Myers-Briggs personality type. I am an INTJ to a T when it comes to these things. And so my intuition works in this very intellectual and pragmatic way, which is not usually what you equate to intuition usually you equate that gut feeling um and so when decisions become more difficult than a gut feeling then my intuition goes into kind of analyzing okay like what what energy am I putting into this one energy is coming back out Right. And my mom, you know, she might have passed away when I was young, but I will never forget her telling me that the best things that you can do in life are the ones where you get something out of it, but you also get to give something out of it. And so I'm just looking for an even exchange of that time and energy in whatever endeavor it is. Um, and I think that's usually the way that I kind of intellectualize and analyze when I'm, when I'm using my intuition and my intuition is kind of like, okay, this is working or okay, this is not working. Um, I then go into that. Okay. How am I exchanging this energy? Am I, do I feel the energy coming back to me? Is it, is it a reciprocated relationship? Um, and it just keeps that, that respect for yourself and for your vision um, as as the top priority, which I think is really the only way to truly uh, be successful in a vision. Mm,
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that you shared you have your own uh, type of intuitive insight that makes sense to you because I have found personally for myself, sometimes it's logical, but most of the time it, it really is like a voice that I hear, or it might be like a feeling that I have in my body. Like it's just, I I, I call it like a clicking, like it's just clicking Mm -hmm. and I can just make that decision. But I think as a woman, we all need to figure out what makes sense to us because we're all in individual fingerprint specific. And it really is about finding that right formula. So I totally appreciate that. So let's talk more about uh, being negative, okay, in in the context of, have you ever, like, as you were going through this journey and building this amazing vision, did you ever have thoughts, can I ever do this? Like, what if this doesn't work out? And if so, how did you handle that?
1: I mean, I would say, who doesn't? It's (laughs) it's, It's a constant challenge. Um, you know, and they say it's society, but really it, it's society. It's our, the way we're raised. It's, it's everything that goes into this mentality of who we are and where we fit into the world around us. Um, and I think really honestly, what's given me strength in times when I've doubted myself is looking at what I've done objectively, you know, being objective and going, Wow, like you know, I, I maybe I wish there were 45 hours in a day and I could get more done and I could be everywhere doing everything all the time, that would be excellent, but I can't. <laughs> and you have to relinquish control at some point and say, Okay, but I can't do all of this and I have to be realistic about my expectation for myself. I think we are really hard on ourselves, so that doesn't help. On top of you know, any negativity that we're feeding ourselves about what we can and can't do. And how I overcame that a lot too is just saying, you know, this is what I think I can't do. I think I can't have these relationships with women where I'm supported and where we're growing together as friends and we're accomplishing our goals. And I took it upon myself to prove myself wrong. And it worked. And Mm -hmm. I think if you believe it, it, whatever you believe, if you believe it enough, it's going to become your reality. And conversely, you can also choose to not believe what you tell yourself. And you can choose to say, that's ridiculous. I do work hard enough. You know, maybe there aren't enough hours in the day, but it doesn't mean that I'm inadequate or that I'm incapable. Um, and I think, you know, it's something everyone I think I know works on to some extent, but. Changing that negative self-talk, looking at what I've done realistically and going, wow, if I could turn that around and I could turn around my state so much, why would I get caught up on this little snag of one now that I feel like I can't do it? Everyone gets burnt out. Everyone gets tired. It's a lot of work, especially what I do. It's a ton of events, ton of planning, ton of logistics all over the state. Um, And I just have to go back to my passion, go back to my vision, go back to what's driving me so that I can provide that back for my community um, and just for all these awesome people that help me out. So really just take a look at what you're doing. Take a look at where you are. And I think it'll give you a little, that little boost. Um, in addition to just having a great support system of people on your team, your, you know, whoever you've got at at home that you might live with, your best friend, um, they're, you know, they're always going to have your back. It's good for them to give you a little, little kick when you need it. Like, Hey, wake up. Everything's fine. Take a deep breath and, you know, keep going.
0: I love that. And I like the fact that you mentioned about, whether you're believing something or not. A lot of the work that I do is on neuroscience and understanding how we form our beliefs, our perceptions, and being able to change that. So no matter what has happened to you in the past, you you can change that, but it has to start with what do you believe? Why do you believe that's true? And understanding that your dominant thoughts are going to create You know, your personality and your outer reality. So, these things are so critical for women uh, to realize, no matter if you have a career, if you have a business, whether you want to get in the best relationship, it all starts, I always say, success starts in your mind first. So, Michelle, I just want to, you know, first off, congratulate you on all of your success. Uh, it's so amazing to see what you've done and following your truth, really following your formula. Uh, where can women learn more about your work, your retreats, and, uh, you know, uh, connect with you?
1: Absolutely. Um, thank you so much for that, by the way. It's, it's been a great ride, and, and I'm glad to have women like you here to support me along the way. Um, you can find more information about women of Colorado on social media. Our Instagram is handle is women of Colorado, plural, women, W-O-M-E-N, of Colorado, as well as our Facebook. It's also just search women of Colorado. Um, all of our events, everything that we do can also be found on our website. That's a great way to connect with us. You can subscribe for our email list. Um All of that is on www.womenofcolorado.co, so not .com, .co, Um, and they can find all that kind of information about events, retreats, on the website as well as on our Facebook where we also post our events.
0: I love it. I love it. And to everyone that's listening, um, those links will be in the show notes, so you can just go there and have uh, access and learn more about uh, Michelle's uh, company, Women of Colorado. Uh, Michelle, <coughs> excuse me, Michelle. Thank you so much for being my guest today.
1: Absolutely, Heather. Thank you again so much for having me from our snowy southwestern Colorado. And um, I look forward to to sharing this with our audience and to letting them know about the fabulous formula for being fearless.
0: I love it. What a great way to end the show. And I just encourage women that are listening right now, there is a formula for your success. You just have to uncover it and realize that every woman, every successful woman uh, before you has broken through the fear, realized that hey, this is really getting in my own way, and has taken inspiring action to actualize, you know, her her vision. And there will always be fear. So that is a reminder for, for every woman, <laughs> no matter what level you're you're going towards, you're, you're always gonna have those challenges. Until next time, this is Heather Pickin and live fearlessly. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. So if you like what you hear on this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe. Interested in becoming a sponsor or learning more about leadership for women's performance using neuroscience or business coaching, contact support at HeatherPickin.com. And don't forget to grab my latest book, The La Doce Vita Formula, by going to fearlessandfabulousbook.com. That's fearlessandfabulousbook.com dot com